Seattle is looking really nice today. It's sunny as fuck. And Seattle's never sunny. And you know, there's this pressure. There's this expectation, should I say, (laughs) about when you live in a place like Seattle, which I think is very similar to what, like London, um, anywhere that's mostly gloomy, like 70% of the time. Probably 80%, to be honest. 80% of the time, yeah. Um, There's this like pressure that when you get that one nice sunny day, even if it's still cold, but it's still like, I think it was like 37 degrees when I went outside. So that's pretty cold. That's cold. Yeah, that's cold. Like when there's a really nice day, it's like, oh, fuck, it's so nice. I got to do everything I've been wanting to do outside. Yeah, you wake up at seven, it's sunny. You're like, all right, let me make up my day. But I hate let this. Let me just write, fuck breakfast, I'm going outside. Yeah, like I hate this pressure though because it's it often happens on days where I actually have shit to do. But I have this constant, like every time I look out side you feel like you're gonna waste a day if you don't go outside yeah i feel like and i still go outside because you can like go outside but i just mean a nice day feels like you should be going outside and doing some fun shit what's what's something that's fun that you go outside to do like go meet up with friends get a coffee go for a walk play tennis just shit like that anything outside like even running errands yeah all right, y'all. Welcome back to the Pill Talk Podcast. My name is Yoni Ikoto. And I'm your girl, Al's here. Um, did you miss us? Because I missed you. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I definitely missed everyone. Actually, not really, because when I see people post the... Yeah, you see them posting like on their walk. Someone... Oh, did you see somebody was like taking a road trip and they were listening to oh, the yeah, pod? Oh, yeah, yeah. I saw that. That's I saw so that. cute yeah. and fun. Yeah, I saw that. So we really appreciate when, when, when people do that. I think that's like... I don't know. It makes... That's why when you say if I missed them, it's like I feel like I was... Because I reply to everyone. Mm. So I feel like I was just talking to everyone. You know what mm. I mean? Yeah, definitely. Okay, so expectations. Clearly, there's a lot of them all around us. And I don't think I've ever thought about... I think they're very subconscious. And they kind of reach us from other people not indirectly not directly somebody says i expect you to but throughout time we kind of have you know agreed on like what expectations we have of other people through how they are and how they kind of have formed themselves where it's like if i act a certain way time and time again you will expect me to act that way continuously so i think we like to, you know, kind of say whatever expectations other people have of us is only their problem because they have the expectations about us. But we also do have a part to play in oh, the construction part. of that expectation. Yeah. My dad always told me when you meet someone for the first time, from day one, you have to show them who you are mm. and have to show them, um, you know, what you tolerate what you don't tolerate because Mm. if you let's say it's a new school year and you go to new classroom new kids you know new students and someone kind of likes wants to like make a joke about you and then if you just kind of like laugh it off he's automatically going to be like okay I, i can do this thing yeah but if you just on that first day you just tell him yo i don't i don't do that i don't play that he will never do that again yeah i mean I don't know if necessarily they would never do that again. No, they're going to see that this person doesn't like it. 
and I probably, if I don't want any problems, I should just not do that anymore. Yeah. But if you just like, ha, 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 they're going to be like, oh, this is an easy punching bag right there. Yeah. You know? Or so. not necessarily a punching bag, but like, if they were cool once with that, they'll be cool again with it. Exactly. And then if you keep being cool with it when you're really not cool with it. You're you're making your own bed in that sense. Right. But then later on, if you just decide, you know what, I'm going to school today and I'm not going to be cool with it anymore because I've never been. They're going to think you're tripping on them. They're going to yeah. be like, wait, why are you mad all of a sudden? You yeah. know what I mean? So I'll never forget that. My dad told me that when I was very young. Yeah. And that's yeah. that's a really good point. And I think even, for example, with, um, let's say, like how I was just giving, I was just talking about how I'm, you know, I'm very organized to the point where sometimes it's not like the best and it takes a little bit more, too much control over my life and what I'm doing. But at the same time, people know that I am a very organized person. So whenever I step off that road and I'm a little bit less organized or I'm behind with things or I've, damn, or I've kind of been like, I don't know, whatever you want to say, like slacking off or whatever, something like that, people will then call me out on it and saying like, well, that's not like you. Well, blah, 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 blah. So whatever the expectations that you form for yourself also will end up being expectations that other people have of you. Mm. Do you think that goals and expectations are the same thing? No. Okay, so what's the difference? So a goal would be something, let's say I have a a monthly goal, right? Mm Mm-hmm. This month, I want to do this. I want to have this many photo shoots. I want to... Work out three times yeah, a week or something. That's a goal. Okay. The expectation would be... How do you even explain this? I expect myself to do that, but that's not a goal. I can expect mm. it, but then not achieve it. It's like, oh, okay, it's not a big deal. But when, it, when it's a goal and you kind of like come short, you kind of feel bad about yourself, you know? You get what I'm saying? That's so interesting. I don't I think like I've I actually... Really explained no, but I kind of get it. But I never really differentiated the two because I'm a person that is always writing to-do lists. You know I me. Mean? I always got like six different lists for six different things. And six it helps me. Six different notebooks. Yeah. It just keeps me organized of like just my, it, it's just, it helps me. So I write that shit like every day and every month. I always like whenever I don't fulfill something or like I can't cross it off or I didn't do what I proposed that I would do that day, I feel this immense like disappointment. So I guess that is the expectation that I have over myself to be hyperly productive to where I do. And when I write a to-do list, people say don't put more than five things on your to-do list. Oh, you pack that shit I literally fill that whole page up. It's like... 20, not 20, but like 15 things that I read on there. Yeah, you filled the whole page. If the page was smaller, you would write less things on it. I feel like you should get like a smaller notebook. You know what's fu- one thing that's funny that you do? And I always, I, I kind of started doing that too. What? Is let's say you're off course and, you know, you're taking a break or you're just on your phone or maybe you just end up doing some other shit, right? Yeah. Like you make yourself a matcha or, or make yourself a drink or just randomly start cleaning up. You would go to your list after you're done. You write down at the very bottom. You write down, clean up, <laughs> and then cross it right away. <laughs> that's, yeah, that's actually fun. I mean, that's smart to do. Yeah, yesterday I made a reel, but that oh, wasn't yeah, that wasn't reel. like part of my plan. So after I made it, 
After you made the reel. After I made the reel, even though I was actually in the middle of editing a video, yeah. I was like kind of, I was, my brain was tired of editing. So then I started going on my phone and then I was like, okay, let me try making this reel. And then after it was done, I looked at my list and I wrote down make a reel and then I crossed it off. And That's you so asked funny. me right after that, was making a reel on your to-do list? And yeah. I said, no, I just wrote it. <laughs> I just wrote it and I just crossed it. Hey, you got to take the small wins. Yeah. But I would say I have really high expectations for myself to be productive and to get a lot of things done in one day like that's something that i really hold myself up to every day how can i give more of that because <clears throat> you know how i am i wake up i know what i gotta do today i don't necessarily write it down but it's i wouldn't necessarily say i have a healthy dose of that kind of expectations i don't think it's healthy because i put so much pressure on myself to do so much every day that if I don't, and as you said, if I get off course, then I feel so shitty. Yeah. And I feel so frustrated. And sometimes, like, it ruins the whole day. Okay. So do you want to ask my question? What was your question? <laughs> How can I get like that? Oh, yeah, 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 yeah. Well, to get a healthy dose of that. I mean, I don't know. I also think it's part of your personality and, like, the discipline. Like, f I know for me... The fact that I was a ballerina and I went to ballet school, you know, all of that ballet is just like so, it prioritizes discipline so much. It's like that the most disciplined shit you can do. Yeah, it just implements it into you and who you are. And I've done that from when I was four years old and I did that so seriously, like growing up that it just kind of infiltrated my being. Like I've just, I am very disciplined. Yeah, it's no, kind of just become part of me you know because i actually can't like for work and school for me to get shit done i can't not write a list down and once i do write it the expectation is like boom it's it's there okay but writing it down it, it also just makes everything a lot easier you don't have to remember shit this is what happens to me every yeah. day i have to like what was that one thing I wanted to do? And then I just like forget. And then it's the next day. And then I remember what I wanted to do yesterday. Yeah. Okay. So we're going to start with relationships. Okay. That's the first. That's the juiciest. That's the most. That's the topic that have the most juice. So <laughs> when someone is expecting something from a relationship, mm -hmm. right? That can be a good thing or that can be a very bad thing. I think it's more bad than good. But I also think that. It depends what stage of the relationship you're at. And it also depends on mm. the person you're with because expectations are going to be there no matter what. Like, No, it doesn't matter who you're with. Expectations, people do that naturally to everyone. Yeah. So I get in a relationship. I expect this person to be there when I'm emotional. I'm expecting someone to make me feel good. I'm expecting someone to make me happy. Like, mm -hmm. I'm in a relationship. A lot of people expect those things from the other partner, right? Yeah. And you don't think those are just normal? Those are normal, but it's not fair. It, I don't think those are good expectations. Hmm, okay. You Let's know why? Expand on that Okay, a let me bit. tell you. If I expect you every day to make me happy, that's, first of all, that's, I think that's a lot of pressure just on you. Because you're another human being. You're trying to live your life. Some days you might be happy. Some days you're not happy. So on the days that you're not feeling amazing or in a great mood, and let's say I'm feeling the same way that day, how can I expect you to, to make me happy or make me feel good? Like 
you shouldn't need anyone to feel like that. I feel like that's something that you can control. Okay, let me put it a different way then. In our relationship, if if you're having a hard time about something or if I'm having a hard time about something, I do have the expectation that you as my partner is willing to ask me what's going on. If you see that something is wrong, I expect you to ask me like, why is something wrong? Mm-hmm. You know, I expect you to care. Right. I expect you that if I need you to listen to my problem, you will. Mm-hmm. And maybe it, I expect you to also give me advice. So how is that wrong? I'm not, but this is what I'm saying. I'm not saying it's wrong, but I'm just saying if you expect someone to give, to not give, but to give, <laughs> to give you the these these feelings that sometimes a partner can't do everything. That's not feelings, though, because it's not like you just give me happiness. No, I guess I don't you know. You give to... me, you do things that help me that I expect in this relationship based on like what we have been doing, based on who you've been to me in the past. Right. You know, since you've, you've naturally done these things, so now I expect you to do them every time. Yeah. Oh, my God. I think I was trying to say something that wasn't even this. Give me an example. Let's say you break up. Is that supposed to mean like you're you're completely broken? You could be, but I always feel like you should have kind of like your own. You should be secure. Like you're talk. What you're talking about is like, being dependent on the other person. I guess so. Yeah, yeah. That's, that's what you're that, that's saying. That's the word I was trying to say this whole time. Yeah, and like you- it's not good because if the person goes left. It's like without them, you can't even do anything. Oh my, I can't, I don't know why I can't even explain what I want to I say. I get what you're saying. And you're talking about like someone being overly dependent on another partner. Yes. And that also goes in hand in hand with high expectations. I just think expectations is good, but you can't have too much of anything. Like having way high expectations for someone is not. I don't think it's good. Okay, but I think that's... I understand like, I have what expectations, you're saying. I have expectations, you know, for you. Yeah. But I also know that if you don't do something that I would like you to do, that doesn't make you a bad partner or that doesn't make you... Okay, give me an example of an expectation, that, an expectation you have of me. Let's say I'm having a bad day. Mm-hmm. When I come home, I expect you to care about why I'm... Like what happened in my day. Right? Yeah, and why you're feeling that way. Yeah, like I would hate for like for me to come home and then you're like, oh, you're not feeling well. Um, you know, just just I'll give you your space. If I'm feeling fucked up, I need you to be in my face. Even if I tell you, oh, I'm good. I'm mean, usually we don't even do that. Like, but when see I'm the thing up, is like that. You're I tell also, you that I'm tap- messed up. You're tapping into also just. I just know what you need and you know what I need in specific situations throughout life. When you need your space, though, I know exactly when you need your space. Yeah. Without you telling me anything. Yeah. So, I mean, it's also that we're very compatible in like we understand each other so well that we know exactly what each other needs that we I feel like we we very rarely don't fulfill the expectations we have of each other. Would you say no, that's correct. We, I don't think that ever happened yet. Yeah, like to the point where it's like, damn, you really disappointed me. Like that's never happened. Yeah, that's good. I hope that's but never I think, I think what I think expectations within a relationship depend a lot on 
what you dis- like what you can't expect somebody to do shit they've never done in this relationship. <laughs> like what? If you get together with somebody <laughs> and I don't know, like what's an example? This is a, I think this is a pretty popular one. So let's say you're in a relationship and as the girl you do this thing where if something's wrong, you don't say it out loud. You don't tell your partner uh, that, you know, something's wrong oh, or yeah. that there's something going on in your life or like you're upset about something. You're not a person that does that. You want your partner to come to you, right? Mm. And to somehow read your mind and just know that something is wrong. And you want them to come to you and come for you and ask you what's up, whatever. But you never let them know if something's wrong. You just want them to guess and figure it out and then come to you, right? Even when they ask you, hey, what's wrong? Okay, let's say that this doesn't happen though. Okay. Let's just say it's somebody who's like, I didn't notice that my, you know, my girlfriend, there was anything wrong with her or anything. So I'm just living on, I'm just doing my shit in the house, whatever. And if that girl has the expectation for the guy to come and always like she's gonna shut down and wait for the guy to ask like what's up or whatever that's such a stupid expectation to have because first of all how do you expect somebody like expectations have to be somewhat realistic yeah if you never told me if i come home and i have no idea how your day is and i don't ask you and maybe that your partner is not the best socially aware person maybe they're busy maybe they they were doing something they have some shit on their own mind yeah they're at home and you're doing all this shit trying to like maybe show them that you're upset or whatever and the the boyfriend doesn't catch on to that if if you're disappointed that's when you have to figure out like why am I like? Why am I doing this? I don't know. It doesn't make sense. What I'm trying no, to say. No, it makes sense, and it happened. It happened in a lot of relationships when people just act a certain way to just give a message. But with us, when something is wrong, most of the time we know what the fuck is wrong. We just know because we ask each other. It's like you can clearly see if something is wrong because mm-hmm. we know how we are when something's not wrong. Exactly. That's the thing. When something's wrong with you, I can just walk in the door and in two minutes I can see that. And also if if somebody you're to go back to your example, like if somebody you've been in a relationship with someone and anytime you went to their house, you know, they weren't the cleanest person and they didn't really value all of that. And let's say that was really a thing for you. And then you move in together. You can't expect them to randomly start cleaning to the same level that you've been. Yeah. You've been in this relationship. They've never been a clean person. Why would they be a clean person now? So you can't ex- have a you can't form an expectation for somebody if they've never done that thing. Yeah, and I think those things are easily communicated. You can just. It doesn't have to be a big deal. It yeah, doesn't but have people to be don't a big communicate. Thing. That's that's like the biggest issue in all relationships. And I feel like people should work on that and just be more comfortable. This is your partner. This is somebody that you want to live with for the rest of your life. Most most of the time, right? Yeah. You should be able to, like, I talk to you like I, you know more about me than like anybody. Yeah. And it's just because like, how else can you do this shit? 
exactly successfully yeah exactly like yeah. in you need to let your partner know also about some type of formed expectations but in a way i don't know it's it's kind of a thing that just happens like the expectations that you have for your partner and that your partner has for you they kind of grow and develop over time over time throughout your relationship yeah by the way one person acts by the way that you act so also it's important to know that you play a part in the expectations your partner has of you yeah if you're always like a caring person you're always whatever and randomly and suddenly you're just not anymore it's unfair for you to be like i don't know why you expect me to always care about you or always ask you how you're doing when you've been showing when you've that been to doing that and you now randomly stop doing that yeah we're we're very complex human beings yeah it's so crazy you have to have patience and you have to understand that if somebody's fucking up or maybe they're there because a lot of people know that about themselves if they don't react to certain things the best way most people know that about themselves and you have to give people time and you have to also be patient yeah you know don't just be like oh you're like that okay i'm gonna break up no if you truly love that person you know yeah. you gotta and if something if if they are maybe veering off of the expectation you have of them just ask them what's up like hey is everything cool like you haven't really been trying to connect lately That's, or just, something like just that just you saying that sounds so weird because we, we would never have that conversation like that what do you mean like the way you said it like hey is everything cool lately you know you haven't been yeah i mean we, we just, just talk always, all the time we talk all the time so there is no there's no like untouched territory that's been there you know ever. what i mean like if something's happening we we just talk about it because it's right there how do you not talk about it yeah we're um you have to be a team with your partner you know yeah you, you really, really have to be on the same team it's not me and you and we're doing this thing it's like it's us together how can we both make it work you know but at the same time being us together making sure that we're not doing the whole dependent thing either that you're talking about at the beginning yeah yeah you exactly. know so it's like being a team also means that you're still two separate people yeah you know yeah so don't expect that it's like now you're the one and only person in the whole wide world for this person right exactly because that's also not good expectations wow. from family you have okay you want to do like parents sisters okay i was gonna do parents okay yeah so for me parents I won't necessarily individualize each parent because that's unnecessary. But now that I'm getting close to graduating, I'm graduating in a couple months now. A couple is two, so more than a couple. I'm graduating in like, what, four or five months? Um, that's a few months. That's a few months. Anyways, mm. being an immigrant family, there's these expectations of like what my parents expect their children to do now that we're, we've been here and they moved here for us to have a better life. And that comes with great expectation of what we end up doing with our lives mm -hmm. career wise. You know, what do we end up going to college for if we end up going to college and what when do we end up finishing college and what type of job do you get after college? And all that. And um, that's definitely starting to pile on my back and feel very heavy 
as an expectation because I'm getting close to graduating. And um, even before that, you know, I have the constant reminder of like, you should have graduated a year ago instead of now because I chose to, you know, dance for right after high school. So I took some years off before I went to college. And anyways, point is that I feel that constant family pressure of just the college career, get a job thing a lot, especially. That's even with American kids, though. I know, but being an immigrant, like it's that's even, more, even yeah. more because we came, we came here and we sacrificed and we changed our entire lives and we did all this shit for and we left our family behind for you guys, for you guys to have an opportunity. So there's immense pressure to do something about it now. Yeah. I don't know. It's definitely, I feel it a lot just because I'm getting closer to that point where it's like, okay, what do I do once I graduate? Mm-hmm. I'm in the fortunate position that I have the job that I have now, which is, you know, YouTube and we have this podcast and I'm really, I'm really having a lot of fun and enjoying my time as a content creator but it's still not considered a quote-unquote real job and it's not seen as something that you can it's not very secure because you depend on like other people watching your things and whatever you don't just clock in and clock out and that's done yeah when you were talking about the pressure coming from you know overseas here Mm -hmm. obviously i felt the same way i don't know if it was i don't want to say more more pressure or you know less pressure but yeah Coming from Belgium and just coming here for basketball, yeah, my whole family was like, "All right, let's let's see what like Yoni is gonna." I have an uncle that's gonna that's that thought that was gonna be in the NBA. Mm-hmm. I had a bunch of other, you know, just like you know, family members or even just I don't know if what friends necessarily expected, but I know for sure that before parents, I had more expectations of myself than than parents but i mean we can do that for the later one right yeah yeah so i mean the parents they you know they sacrificed they paid a lot of money for me to you know to to come over here because i was 16 when i first came yeah by myself and i just remember feeling pressure because i was like i don't want to let anybody down yeah like in case i don't make it to the nba or like in case i um you know, I don't succeed. Even just graduating high school, to me, here in America, that was like a big thing for me. Yeah. You know what I mean? Um, so my parents were really proud of me for that. And, you know, my, my parents, it's a different story. They didn't move here like your parents. You yeah, know? yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, but still, so. like, you you left. And also, I didn't even talk about the amount of money that was invested into my other thing of, like, being trying to be a ballerina and yeah. all that shit, you yeah. know? So parents sacrifice a lot. And I mean, it's always appreciated, you know, like as a kid, cause you got to think you sending your kid off to a school and you don't see them every day. You don't know what they're yeah. doing. So you parents know, you- are sacrificing a lot and that inevitably comes with expectations. Like yeah. it's, it's, it's not unreasonable for your parents to have an expectation for you to go through with it, to be successful at it. It right. makes sense. Right. But there's a lot of cases also that parents make these sacrifices and they put so... That the kids really didn't really specifically ask for, right? Okay. So... Would you say you were in that position? Like you wanted to no, come here. I wanted to. Okay. So I guess in my, that, was, that pressure was... 
was expected. I already knew it too. Wouldn't you? Would you say that this I is the perfect case gonna... where? Sorry, not to cut you off, but this was the perfect case where like you created the expectation. Yeah, because you decided you wanted to do this and you created the expectation that i'm gonna go to america i'm gonna do this i'm gonna do this i'm gonna do this and therefore other people were like okay and then they took on that expectation of you yeah exactly but what i'm saying is that um so because i wanted to come here nobody told me to go you know nobody told me you have to go like this is where we're going right and then when we get there, you guys got to do A, B, C, and D. Yeah, like, so I guess know? that's different between So them. it's yeah. different. So I didn't have, so it was more so like on me. My parents were like, you know, this is, they were more excited for me. If anything, my mom was very scared when I first came to the U.S. Yeah. You know, I didn't even speak English. She was like, yo, I don't know who you're with. But, <laughs> um, but this is the point that I wanted to make earlier is that some parents make sacrifices for their kids without the kids really specifically asking for it. Mm. I don't always think it's fair for the parents to say okay we're here now and you have to be a doctor you have to be a lawyer and you have to be a that that's and definitely it, that immigrant parent shit. and the kid is like yo i'm 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 at, at the end of the day i'm just a kid like everyone else yeah and i guess i got expectations but i just want to grow up and 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 figure out what i like too isn't that important too as a parent, I would, if we move somewhere else, right, with our kids, mm-hmm. I'll have expectations, but at the end of the day, I'm still going to raise them, like, you know, the same way, and I'm just going to say, hmm, I don't know, I wouldn't raise them it's differently just than coming to America from, like, a place like Romania, America has just, like, so many opportunities, you know? Yeah. And... As a parent, sacrificing all that and doing that for your kids to come here and then they're quote unquote not taking advantage of the opportunities. I kind of understand, but I do think yeah, I it's very it limiting because very honestly, the opportunities that they're thinking about, they actually are talking about a few of them. Because the fact that there's so many opportunities, that means I have to choose one. I can't choose five. But it so happens that it's one opportunity you don't like that I'm choosing. That's the problem. Yeah. If we, if I come here and my parents want me to, you know, now that we're in, we're in Seattle, right? So what's in Seattle? We have Amazon, we have Microsoft, we have Google, we have Facebook, some other shit. It's all very techy, you know? Right. So we come here and you want me to go to college for something that you want me to go to doesn't matter if i want to because it's like oh you have all these opportunities but you're not letting me choose actually what i want out of these opportunities yeah you only want me to choose out of the opportunities you want me to choose from yeah and it's like a couple exactly so after that then you want me to also go to uh get a job at a place that it's like out of five options even though the reason why you wanted us to come here is to have all the options, not just these five that you want me to go to. Yeah. So I think it kind of like sometimes, you know, parents that come and come to America specifically and put this kind of immigrant parent syndrome pressure on their kids is unfair in the way that they do it. 
if you come here and you want your kid to figure it out and work hard and not be quote-unquote lazy and do some shit with their life, I don't think that's a bad expectation. You want your kid to be good. You want your kid to push themselves. You want your kid to work hard and have good work ethic and want good shit for themselves. But don't limit them to what you you want them to be to the point where you want them to go in a specific field of work. You're limiting your kids so much to where you're contradicting yourself for saying, I want you to, to, I wanted you to have all these opportunities. Yeah. What? I think coming here, it's, there's so many opportunities here. And I mean, you can, here in America, you can literally become whatever you want to. Exactly. It's so crazy. That's the point. So bringing your kids here and, and try to like narrow down whatever, like, well, how about you just, you know, let them, you know, go to school college figure out what they like i think the point is is that at least to me as a parent like in the future yeah i would just want my kid to be successful at whatever they want to do right i'm not going to be disappointed if they're not a lawyer or a doctor that's not for everyone and nobody wants to go a lot of people don't want to go to school for eight years or ten years or whatever you know so honestly the way i see it i'm not a parent yet so i don't know but as long as my kid is doing something and is successful and happy and you make a living i'm i'm good with that yeah you don't have and you don't even have to be the top of the top like top jobs whatever that is and also that's that's changing now content creators or whoever else making more money the doctors like that shit is changing these this is not we're not like in the 80s and that's exactly my point so you want me to go get a job out of college that i'm gonna fucking get paid 16 17 dollars an hour and be at that job for a couple of years and then go into another job that pays ooh, 20 dollars an hour but you know what's so good about it it's it's out of college and it's from that degree and we're proud of that Instead yeah of and being it's like, gonna be stable and you're gonna build a career and all that and i get it i get it and again i'm in a very privileged position where i actually can not get a proper quote-unquote job out of college because i have a job right now that i'm doing on my own and i'm building on my own that i can do until maybe i figure out that it's i want to do something else yeah i'm very very fortunate to be able to do that and it's a and and you're you're so flexible you can you know you make your own schedule and you know that comes with pros and cons on its own you know it's not just all but it's it's work yeah it's work and it's making me more money than i would make with a job that is straight out of college. That's the thing. But then again, you can argue the other side where it's like, okay, but what are you going to do later on? Like, are you going to just do the shit until you're fucking 70? I mean, from there, you that's up to you. But but you have to think in the long term, you know, because you can't be... Anyways, this is a whole other conversation that we can have about, you know, just being a content creator and like career and graduating college. We'll talk about when I'm actually about to graduate because that's going to be like fresh, fresh in the mind. Yeah, that's going to be another episode. Huh? Yeah, but I mean, I don't know. I think For me, my, my parents, they don't, even just photography, they don't, they still don't. It's, I feel like it's still not even respected, which there's many photographers who, you know. But see, my thing is I started this shit because I really love it. Yeah. It became my job i didn't yeah. think that it was gonna you know and first of all that shit just came in a picture like five or six years ago anyways that's that's a long 
I feel like that should just be a whole different podcast. Parents will always have expectations of us because there are parents and it's very normal. But I do think that parents need to cool it with the pressure for their kids to figure it out when it comes to their career. But at the end of the day, too, I do understand it's because they just want the best for you. Yeah, I know. But I think that I think that parents, like, I'm just trying to envision myself as a parent. Like, my kid knows what they have to do. My kid is eight, 20 years old, let's say, right? 20, whatever. My kid at this point knows what they have to do to be good. Me, as a parent, adding extra pressure is not going to help them. Yeah. It's not going to help them at all. If anything, it's going to make it worse. Because now it's going to start to, you know, mess with their relationship. And yeah, like kid my kid, is- the kid, like we know that we have, like we will figure it out. We know that we need to get a job. We know that we know, what, like we know how the fucking world works. <laughs> yeah, exactly. You don't have to tell us over and over again and ask us over and over again, what are you going to do? And where are you going to go? And what's your plan? And what do you think you're going to do in five years? And all this shit that I'm just so tired of yeah a lot a lot of parents i've heard many stories where students i mean kids and their parents kind of messed up their relationship because the kid actually end up doing what the parents wanted them to do and some parents are like super strict like our parents are not even some parents they give give, them ultimatums yeah they don't give them any space at all they're like this is what you're gonna do you're gonna be a lawyer and I'm going to get you. Like, the parent actually d- does everything to get them in the best school. Now the kid is in there, and they're like, yo, I don't even like doing this shit. Yeah. And then they get the degree, and now you have a job that you hate. But then the kid just hates you. It's like, bro, I didn't. I don't like this. You made my life this way. Yeah. Those stories exist out there. There's a lot of people that end up not necessarily, like, so dramatic. But some kids that might, for example, not even know what direction to go into. And then... The parent is like, oh, why don't you go to, I don't know, nursing school or something. And maybe the parents even try to find them connections or something like that. And then the kid is like, I don't really know what to do. So I guess I'll just do this. And then they end up doing that. And then once they commit to something, they have the pressure of like, I committed to this. I got to go through with it. And then they finish that. And then along the way somewhere, they realize I never wanted to do this shit in the first place. But But parents don't give kids space to figure out what they want to do. That's the problem. The pressure of you got to figure it out right now. But they're looking at age too. They're looking at age and that's a whole different thing. Oh, you're you're 21 and you need to graduate. And oh my God, don't give me... The expectation of just age in general for everything. Coming from everywhere, not just our parents. Which I think is very stupid. We can get into the age shit later, but we... um, um okay let's move on <laughs> what yeah. about what about, i wonder if my dad or if my mom is gonna listen to this my mom definitely is gonna listen to this and she's gonna call me she's gonna be like um i don't think it. <laughs> love you mom um uh, let's get into expectations from friends expectations from friends all right can i start yeah go ahead i'm very passionate in what i do okay which is photography and i don't know why but sometimes i i have these weird expectations of my friends, I want them to be as excited about whatever it is that I'm doing at that time. I want them to be just have the same level of excitement as I am, as I have. <laughs> Yo. Yo, I don't know why I can't put it in words like that. Do you get what I'm saying? Yeah, I get what you're saying. So 
Like, give me an example. Okay, give me. I give you an example. I have. Okay, this is like maybe four years ago, right? Okay. I have. I took this photo, and now looking back, this photo is not good. But I took this photo, and I was like, I think on a train or on a bus or something. And then there was a kid sitting in front of me, and he had headphones on, right? Mm-hmm. And I think I even took that photo with my iPhone because I didn't even have a camera yet. Okay. I took that photo. I went home. I edited it put different colors on it and i thought it was the coolest photo that i ever took right he had like a cool haircut mm-hmm. and then i go to school one day and i asked my friend i say yo bro look at this photo man this is crazy <laughs> <laughs> and he's looking at it like he's not giving me what you want he's not giving me that energy mm-hmm. so in my head i'm like yo how the fuck does he not think this is good <laughs> but i know this is good for a fact i spent like two hours editing that one photo right so then I had two versions. Mm-hmm. I had another version. And then I was like, oh, okay, wait, look at this version. So I showed him the other version. Maybe he liked that one better. But if you're not a photographer or if you're not someone that pays attention to small details on a photo, you don't, to you, it's like the same photo. Right, yeah. You don't know what's brighter, different colors. You don't even notice it. So he's like, man, I mean, I like this one better. But I could tell he he kind of just said it to... um. Because he realized that's what you were expecting him to say. Yeah, so I kind of felt bad later on because I really, I really uh, like pushed <laughs> his opinion on like pick one because one of these is fire. Yeah, right. So he picked one, and then so that's um, a clear example of like expectation you have of other people that is, but they have, is all because of you. Yeah, they have nothing to do with. They were having. I think he, he was even doing homework or some shit. Like this was, this was at school. I was showing him that. And then it was only later on, like maybe like a couple of days later, that I kept thinking about that. Mm. And I kept looking at this photo, like, why is this, like, is this not good? Mm. But anyway, so this is something that I do sometimes, even now, like if I have... Sometimes you show me photos of certain things sometimes... and then I'm like... It's I like it's okay, and then yeah. you're like, "What? Like this is just so good to me." But you have to understand that, um, when when someone is really passionate about something, you just want the other person to be like, "Yes." Trust me, I get it. Think about how many times I I like get some food shit, and I think it's fire. And sometimes you're you agree with me, and other times your reaction's not what I wanted it to be. Like sometimes I'm like. Because I know your reaction when something tastes really good to you. And I do the same thing you do where you hype it up so much that the pressure's on when that person's tasting it. If it's not as good as you made it out to be, then it's like, shit, do do I hype it up too just to make them feel good? Or do I actually honestly show my expression, you know? So sometimes when there's a plate in front of me and this is maybe something that you ordered or you made and i hyped it up you hype it up because i can hear you hype it. like if i'm in a room and you took the first bite before i was there you'd be like oh shit this is fucking good yeah okay so then i get there and it's my time to taste it i don't feel pressured by oh i hope i like it but I know that you're waiting. I'm waiting to see your reaction. You're waiting for that reaction. And so, wouldn't you say that's very similar to how you create expectation and shit around when you present someone a photo that, let's say, you took that you think is really cool? Exactly. And I don't know why I keep doing that. But and if your reaction is not like 
yo, this is fucking beautiful. Yeah. It doesn't change my opinion of the photo, but I just... But I, you really wish that they would have hyped it up. I, so. What's another expectation that you have of your friends? Like, for me, an expectation that I have is that, like, they just text back if I text them, you know? That's expectation you can have for anybody. If I, if I text you... I don't you, expect that from people I don't really know that well. I always expect that. If I text you, I expect a text back. <laughs> I don't expect to, get, to, to I mean, be ignored. Yeah, but I'm saying like the level of expectation for that is higher for like my friends than for somebody that I ha- like. I'm texting from school and I barely know them. Or something so if like you that. text someone, if you text one of your friends and they don't reply for like two days, but then they post on social media, does that hit you? Like, the, do you make note of that? I mean, not like so dramatically, but I still, I'm like at this point. I don't think that's fair. At by this the way. point, I expect that this person is not going to reply. <laughs> You know? So if they reply, you're like, oh, shit. It's like, oh, damn, they got their phone ready. No, but you know how when you text someone, they don't reply, but then they post on social media. Like, I don't, I never thought it was fair for someone to watch that and be like, why are you posting while Imagine you, text have you ever right texted there? that to someone? It's like, yo, I see you on Instagram, but are you going to answer my text? That is so extra. Yo, I would never do that's that. that's so extra. I would never do that. Friend expectations are kind of like we've, we're we're all taught about what a friendship means and like what you should expect from a friend. Wouldn't you say so? I would. I mean, when you were a kid, you know that your friend should be nice to you. And with time you learn that like a real, like what does a real friendship mean? What should you expect from the other person? You know, everybody always quotes the treat other people like you want to be treated. Yeah things like that one thing i did learn though as i got older was i now i don't expect shit from anybody (laughs) okay like other than you my friend like my close friends it's probably like three of them or four my sister and that's it and my my parents too those other people that are just like you know uh People that I just met, I don't. I, it's not good to expect a lot because the less you expect, the 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 less you'll be like disappointed. You know what I'm saying? Yeah, but I think it's also like, how can you expect something of someone you don't know? Yeah, I don't know. People do that. People have a lot of expectations for 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 all kinds of people. And all the I time. also think that again, it goes with what we said earlier about relationships. I think even within friendships, is like if you have a friendship where. It just, for some reason, never got to be, like, a deep, like, best friend. Like, you hang out maybe quite often. You have a good time every time you hang out. And there's nothing wrong in your friendship. But for some reason, it's not that, like, ride or die type of friendship. Is that something you want? Maybe it's a girl thing. Girls always want to have, like, my best friends. Yeah. You want to have, like, your bitch. Yeah, I don't know. (laughs) Like, my bitches. guys, Guys don't have... We have our friends that we're close to, but guys don't really refer to other people as, you know what, let me not even generalize. I don't know. Yeah. I just <laughs> I know, know that girls in general love to have like their girlfriend group. That's a thing with girls. They're very like, they're very like groupy. Why do girls always go to the bathroom together? Um, That's simply for safety. Oh, really? Because you want to like have someone with you when you're walking. You don't want to be by yourself. You don't know what happens in the bathroom. And it depends on the situation. Like, where are you? If you're at the club, you always want to go with somebody because it's easy to get lost. And no, you're at dinner. And one girl gets up, hey, where's the bathroom? And then three of them, like all the girls will leave. And then the guys just at the table like, okay. Oh. That that happened before. 
I don't know. Maybe it's just kind of like you realize that you also need to go to the bathroom. You know how weird that would be if all guys got like one gets up and then everyone was like, you know, I got to go too. And then just everybody goes together. I don't think I've together. ever seen that happen, actually. That's so crazy. If your friendship has been a type of way for a while where you just haven't been able to go to that ride or die to that fucking where like the bestest friends ever, whatever. It's unfair for you to have the expectation for that person to be like that every time you hang out with them. And then every time you get disappointed. I mean, that that just means that you got to let friendship go wherever they go. Yeah. You can't force, you know what? This girl right here, she's going to be my best friend one day. Yeah. And Nobody if for some that. reason, no, that's, people that's almost do kinda, that. That's, that's almost weird. I mean, it's not to that extent where it's like legit, oh, this person, they're going to be my best friend. But it's maybe <laughs> that they wish that they wish they would be there in their friendship. And then each time something happens where you would, ex- you like maybe on your side, you consider them that, but you can clearly tell that they don't consider you mm. their friend like that same level yeah you know what i mean and then if something happens you expect them to maybe react a certain way or be there for you in a certain way and then they're not but then you would be there for them that way you know so you kind of have that like unequal thing so if they're not like is that- it fair no i'm saying like is it fair to continue having that expectation for that person no. Like if I I would always be there for this friend no matter what the situation is. But then I can tell by past situations that they aren't as willing to be there for me. They're not as invested in it. Yeah, like depending on, you know, the situation or whatever. And they just you can just tell they don't consider you on that level of a friend. Hmm. so Can so you, what do you do do you go down a couple levels of expectation i think over time you have to just be like honest with yourself and just be like okay well i guess you know they just don't see me like that type but of friend no what i'm saying is would you change would i change would you care less probably because i think it's innately in ourselves to treat others how the way that we want to be treated but also if they treat me a certain way and i keep treating them not necessarily that you're going to treat them worse like you're going to be an asshole it's just that just like gonna i'm going to invest i'm not going to invest so much of myself the same way that i've been yeah especially if it seems like they don't like maybe appreciate it yeah cuz we're always trying to kind of reciprocate and you, if you if you if somebody's I don't know, because I also don't think that you should calculate it so much where it's like, I'm going to treat you exactly like you treat me. Yeah. You know? Expectations from society. I think this one is like the longest shit that we can ever talk about. Because yeah. Expectations from society. I mean, we talked a lot about it in our last episode. Yeah, in the last episode. Shit. Yeah. But like one that I that I definitely can think of right now is expectations um, graduating at a certain age yeah getting a job right after school yeah going to college period period um getting married getting married and also just getting married maybe before a certain age having a child having a kid especially for women Ooh. especially for women like all of these things i just want you to know like if nobody, you're out there listening, nobody asks a guy like hey when are you get like maybe they're not in a relationship 
I guess maybe if they're not in a relationship, people are going to ask, like, are you going to get in a relationship, whatever. But nobody ever asks a guy, like, when do you think you're going to have kids? I mean, guys talk about that just within ourselves, just to kind of see, but it's not um, it's not a thing that exists in the world out there. Yeah. That's just something you wonder about your friends. Hey, so have you thought about, do you want kids? Do you not want kids? Yeah. You know, also just expectations of having kids. Yeah, just in general. I feel like people who don't want to have kids are looked at a certain way. Yeah. Like, like how the fuck do you not want kids? Yeah, like that's... You gotta yeah. let people just live, bro. Like, this is my life. I'm here. And if I want to stop the, the generation right here, then... So yeah, like, I mean, it's don't, already... Don't make them feel bad. I hate when people do that. Yeah. But you, you know? know, if somebody, to be honest, if somebody comes, if I'm talking to a girl specifically... And she says that she doesn't want kids. I won't like make her feel bad, but I will definitely ask like, why is that? Which I don't think it's a bad question, but I do think that it's an interesting question that we don't just say, okay, cool. Because the assumption is that everybody wants kids at some point. Yeah. That's still like the status quo that we all think that everybody wants kids. The same I mean, way that everyone still expects that everyone is gonna be in a relationship with the opposite gender that's everyone's a big always, expectation yeah everyone's always like oh do you have a girl do you have a boyfriend it's like well, like how do you know that i would want a boyfriend yeah i know just the last couple of years now if i meet someone new and i want to ask them something about their relationship or something i would um they would say something oh yeah you know my partner let's say i'm talking to a girl right mm-hmm. or let's say i'm talking to um Let's say I'm talking to a guy, okay? Mm-hmm. And he's telling me, you know, my partner, um, we're kind of going through some things. So I, what I used to say was, oh, is she, um, like, is she, like, what's happening? Is she not happy? Mm. Automatically, I would say she because he's a guy. Yeah. But then, um, you know, he was like, no, um, he, he didn't even address how wrong I was with that. Yeah, he just said he, he yeah, blah, he blah, blah, just blah. Say, and... I was like, okay, I need to... This is something... I remember the time where I was like, you know, I need to stop assuming that it's going to be the opposite sex. Yeah. Just say your partner. Yeah. And even if people are like, oh, you're being so politically correct, blah, blah, blah. I just think that we always make so many assumptions about people. And I just think it's so easy to just not assume yeah even if you want to be like well most of the population is heterosexual blah 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 that's so ignorant it's like you're gonna ignore this huge amount of people that are not that's ignorance right and even still you don't know yeah anyways um i have a hard i have a hard time talking to people who are ignorant like that especially because they double down on it and they really are like it's just so complicated and I'm like, oh my god! Like I want to just, uh, anyways. Yeah. I'm just like yo, humans are complex as fuck. Yeah, that sh- that should be just the title of this shit. <laughs> yeah. We um, have. Do you want to get into some questions? We should do questions. Yeah, right. I'm excited to see. Yeah, let's get into these this juicy is, stuff. This is gonna be pretty juiced up. Okay, so can okay. I start? Yeah, go ahead. People, okay. Someone said, people expect you to never flirt again with anyone. But your partner. Ooh, I like that one. Okay. Um, well, to be honest, 
I have flirted with other people when I was working at the coffee shop. Mm-hmm. I had like you know people just give you this vibe. Like, oh, I, oh, I know. You know, people are looking at you a specific way, and you know, as working in customer service, you got to be nice to everybody. But they don't realize that, so they think you're being nice just to them specifically. Oh, so they, they really take that as like, oh shit, okay. They, they think this is personal. Yeah, and it's really not. And I think it's so funny. But anytime somebody would flirt with me, I guess I wouldn't necessarily flirt back. But I think. I don't know. I think I definitely flirted before, like while we were together. But what is flirting? Like, you flirted before, like while we were in this relationship? Yeah. When? Like, what? Like, how, how did it? I'm actually just interested. Like, like I when I worked at the coffee shop at the beginning, there was one guy that worked there. He was like the bartender. But oh, he was just a flirtatious, friendly guy. Like, mm. he had this like flirtatious. My friend and I, who also worked there, we always talk about how he was always such a flirt but like a flirt not in like he actually wants to get with you type of flirt he's just like a friendly flirt mm, just like test the waters I don't know not even no he was like fucking engaged and shit mm, i mean hey people do that shit. i know but i also again i also think that it's that expectation you're not gonna i don't know flirting is fun like have you flirted with anybody since we've been together mm. flirted like it's always there's always like a limit Mm. so for example at the coffee shop people flirt with me all the time yeah i'm just kidding that's not true not all the time (laughs) but a lot of the times and sometimes it's like a lot of the older ladies too. oh my god it's not even anybody that's like my age it's like this lady comes in and she's like all right i want to get a macchiato and then um and then I would say, I don't know, like there's many examples, yeah, right? Yeah, it's just like the then, exchange, it is a little flirtatious. But, but there's this thing that they look me in my eyes like the whole time. Yeah, with this like smize. Yeah, and I can just feel it in my <laughs> body. I'm like, This is not just a friendly if combo. This, if this counter like wasn't here, she would want to like talk and, and like get to know me type of thing. I don't know. It was, oh it was, my God. It was weird. So then even when I do give them like their drink or whatever like that, they're like, all right. Like they take the drink, they look at me in my eyes and they say, okay, thank you, Yoni. I will, I will be back tomorrow or something. Yeah. And they kind of linger looking at you. Yeah. Another example was I was, I was making a drink and then somebody comes over with a little piece of receipt, right? And then uh, she was like, Call me if you ever want to get dinner. Oh my god! And then she kind of just walks. I took it. I didn't know what it was at first, right? Yeah. So I took the the piece of paper and I look at it, and it's her number with her name and a smiley face. Mm. You remember that day that I bought you that paper, right? Yeah. So I don't. This is a funny thing we always do. Anything, something like that happened, we we come home and we tell each other. Yeah, it's you know? not like I'm just like, oh shit! Like yeah. I want to hear the story. But I never really like. Like, I'm always just nice to everyone. Yeah. You know, I don't care if I'm at... I don't know. I'm just nice. So, But it's always confusing when somebody's flirting and then you're just being nice to them. But I also just give them um, a sign that I'm not interested. How do you do that? Well, I just kind of laugh something off. Because if I want to flirt back, I would say some shit. Mm. You know? So, and then also with women, like, they would, if a guy, if they give you a sign, 
which actually I feel like it just takes a long time for women to give you an actual sign. Okay. So if they finally do and the man is not just taking that opportunity, because usually that's that would happen. Yeah, then it's clear that he's like... It's clear, but when he doesn't, and this is what I do, I don't give the energy back necessarily the same way they give it to me. I'm just kind of like, oh, you know, that's that's all right. you know. Or we, we end up talking about, I don't uh, know why I said yeah. that's all right. I get what you're saying. So the funny thing that happens is that when I don't give him the energy back, it actually makes them want it more. Oh, my God, babe. No, I'm serious because cause they're thinking, yo, this guy actually... He doesn't, he's not, he's not thirsty. Mm. It's, it's, it makes it like more fun for them. I yeah, don't know. Which I it's get. Weird. And I mean, flirting is fun. But it's with and older nothing... women like that. So that's what okay, I'm saying. Okay, but 40 is not old. No, if you say four... older women, I'm, I thought you were talking like 60. No, no, no. 40, 47, 51, oh 52. <laughs> you know? And, and I would have to like tell people like, yo, did you see this lady? She was just. Anyways, this okay, is... Okay, but I do think that flirting... So, to answer your question, I don't necessarily... I flirt back with, like, older ladies. With the younger, with the younger like, crowd, I... It's like, thank you. Okay, but what about, like, in other situations? Like what? I don't know. At a photo shoot? Yeah, let's say, for example. I never mix... Once I sense that shit, is like, one, I'm never shooting with this person again. Because I never... One thing you never want to do is mix business with any type of anything else. Flirtatious. Yeah. I never did that. Yeah. I've had shoots before where the 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 model was like, "So what are you doing after this?" Oh my god. I'm just gonna go home and eat dinner. Oh. My god. <laughs> no, I swear that happened before. <sighs> um, and that's it. I just think it's weird. It's really messed up. But like, do you think, do you agree with the fact that it's like once you're in a relationship, you are expected to not flirt with anybody? Yeah. You agree with that? I don't agree with that, but I agree with what you just said, that it's expected. Oh, so you're agreeing that that is a thing, but I'm asking you, do you agree that that's a fair expectation to have? I feel like this is a trick question because you asking me this shit right now live and I don't know what you think. So I kind of have to answer. <laughs> Just answer what you think. I feel like I'm on ice right now. Oh my God. No, I think honestly. Honestly. A like honestly, innocent, <laughs> innocent flirtating, flirtating. Yeah. Yo, innocent flirting. I don't see anything wrong with. So you flirting let me flirt. is fun. So you like, let me flirt. Can I, wait, you saying I can flirt now? yeah i mean it's fucking like what's okay when does hold on hold on hold on on. when does friendliness turn into flirting one second i know exactly when that turns into that but i just want to clarify something flirting is really fun especially like it's funny especially when you're in a relationship oh (laughs) it becomes more fun to flirt because you know that you're not actually really trying to do something. I'm not trying to do something. I'm not trying to go home with them. I'm not trying to do shit. I'm just talking because it's fun. Yeah, like there's something it's just okay. fun about flirting. It's like a conversation with a little bit of, little bit of undertone. Exactly, <laughs> but it's just fun. Yeah, and and I'm having I'm having way more fun with it. Um, there's level to flirting, is what I'm saying. Okay, yeah. So when would you say that it's no longer acceptable? When, to me. This is where I always stop. Oh, by the way, to answer your question, I've, I've flirted a couple of times before now okay. that I'm thinking about yeah, it, right? Yeah, that's fine. Um, when 
the number exchange happens. Oh, I'm not even thinking about that. Like, Hold on. Because when it gets there, when you leave, there should not be any more conversations with that person. Yeah, but I also, like, if we're quote-unquote flirting, and then at the end of our interaction, they ask me for my number, I'm not giving them my number. Right, but sometimes what happens to me, they will give it to me. Oh, I mean, yeah, shit, so, take it so and do I, So do I take it? Wait, so do I take it? <laughs> And say, okay, thanks. Or... Do you tell them, oh, actually, I'm in a relationship. I'm in a relationship. After you just engaged in this flirting. In this whole flirt. Yeah, that's shitty to do. I feel I, like if, I, you're, if you're already engaged, you should just go, like, keep going along with it. Take the number and don't... Like, why would you make them feel like shit? Exactly, you know? exactly. And this is exactly what I did. Maybe, I don't know how long ago that was, right? But... Yeah, I think you remember, you told me a story like that. Yeah, like, we're talking and she's like, yeah, I'm from New York, but, um, you know, we're talking and where are you from? And then as soon as I say I'm from Belgium, it's like... Sometimes I don't even say it because... No, I swear. Because you know that's like a... When I say I'm from Belgium, then all of a sudden, I just know that the conversation went up like three stairs. Oh and they're like, God. oh my God, really? I've never been there. How that's is like, it? They can't wait oh, for an opportunity oh, to get even more in the conversation. Yeah, because yeah, that becomes the whole thing just about me. <laughs> and then they're like, oh wait, you know what? Now I actually that I'll listen. I actually just hear your accent even more. This is so cool. Oh my God. <laughs> Why do you always do that? I wish people could see your face. <laughs> and this shit happens every single time so um so anyways you know and then you know she gave me the number and she's like well you know uh i'm from new york i just i just moved here um would love to hang out again you know just show me if you want if you want to just show me around and then she gave you and then she gave me the number and i said oh you know thank you i'll i'll let you know or i said some shit like that i'll text you or i'll call you right but yeah to say oh no i'm actually in a relationship I think it's after they kinda, did after they did all that. I think it's kind of shitty to do because it takes a lot of courage for for someone to really step up and be like, you know what, tonight I'm just gonna tonight <laughs> I'm just gonna you know find some shit. Yeah, I don't know. yeah, I agree with that definitely. So, so I sorry, sorry before you before you say that the other day. Oh my god! I saw her at the restaurant, <gasps> and I was doing some shit. And she comes over, she's like, "Hey, are you Yoni?" You know, she's like automatically my brain starts thinking where do i know this from is this a client is this somebody that i shot with before is this somebody from instagram that i never met in real life and and you said yeah and i said yeah and then she uh she took her she took her mask off and it's funny because i don't i I didn't actually remember what she looked like because when we talked it was kind of dark where was where were you this was at at the club that my friend took me that one time oh you met at the club you had this whole conversation at the club no it was outside of the club oh i was like how the fuck did you hear each other no 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 it was outside the club so anyways um yeah long story short um and then she then did you recognize her i met you i'm from new york and you're from belgium right and i was like yeah 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 it was kind of awkward because i never called her and i said that i was going to but but yeah anyway i mean she's the one that came up to you so yeah damn Damn, wow that question was really long but i think that question was so good because this is really a thing and i'm not telling you what to do like in a relationship but i really think that I, actually, I can't say. I can't be like... What do you want to say? Just say. What do you want to say? I mean, I just feel like, who am I to just tell people, like, you shouldn't care if your significant other is flirting with other people. I can't tell you that. But I do think 
that if you're if you're very very anal about it where you don't even let your your significant other like have conversations yeah. that are like friendly or something like that even with another flirting. person that they might be interested in I think you're being a little bit too extreme. Like that is kind of insecurity where it's like you should be secure in your relationship where you know your person is your person. Yeah, like cuz you're already you're already going to be with them. Yeah. And let's just say, right? Just just for conversational purposes, you're going to be with them for the rest of your life, right? Yeah. So you already know they're not going to do some shit with someone someone else. They're not going to sleep with someone else unless you guys just agree to do that shit. I don't know. Yeah. But so the only thing they're left with is I can just have, can I at least flirt? Can I just talk? It's fun to flirt, Yeah, bro. but it's not, yeah. When you said, can I at least flirt is as if yeah, you're, no, it sounded, that's not the it, right way to yeah, put that, it. That's not what I wanted to say. Can I at yeah. least flirt? But just have conversations. Yeah. And, and if it, it's like flirty, what does that even mean? We know it's, what flirty I is, I know, but right? I'm saying like. Just Are we leave. talking about flirty where you're, you know, just having a conversation? You can kind of feel that, like, friendly flirt? Right. Or are we flirting in the sense where I'm like, you have really pretty eyes. That's different. That's different. That's a different kind of flirting. That's different. So would you say, okay, this is interesting. So can I give a girl <laughs> a compliment on, like, a, like, you have beautiful eyes? I mean, I guess. You know? I or, mean, I guess like, I like you can... Hair. This is a compliment. Saying like, you have really beautiful eyes. I don't know. How would you feel if I was having a conversation with the guy, right? And we're just talking and then I just say, you have really beautiful eyes. I, don't, I wouldn't mind. Really? Because he might, I might say he has beautiful eyes. <laughs> That's true. You know, what's wrong What if that? I say, you have a really nice body. <laughs> nice body? Yeah. He might have a really nice body. Okay, we can what's, just... So what's the difference? Just you voicing it? Because what's a fact is a fact. You know? I guess. I don't know. It's tricky. Honestly, me, if I'm flirting with someone, I know that I'm not going to do shit. Yeah, that's, that's the, the thing. The girl can literally give me all the signs in the world and I would just act like... I would just not really act on it. Because I don't want to. Yeah. But flirt. But can I say flirting and being in that situation? Just to, I love talking, especially I love. You know how I like talking to strangers and yeah. hearing like the life stories and shit like that. So if it's a if, if it's with a woman that's interested in me in some way, it's fun to just be in that. But I know especially I'm if they're leaving. like a cool person too. Exactly. But I know that I'm leaving. I'm coming home to Ali, and I'm good. I didn't do shit. I might actually tell you about the whole experience. Yeah, you always tell me you know about the whole thing and i and i and i want like i want to hear the juicy details like it's yeah. fun like she asked me questions oh wait really so what did you say then yeah. <laughs> like shit so okay. conclusion i mean it's up to you but i just think that maybe if you know that you're a person that's like very very intense about like wanting like you're not gonna let your partner even talk to another person because they might flirt like i don't know just you know, just check in with yourself. Like, yeah. how extra are you about that? Different things work for different people. So, you know, do what you want. Do what makes you feel good. Yeah, yeah, And yeah, if yeah. flirting... And if also, if you're in a relationship with a flirty person and can clearly see that they're not going to stop the shit, you either accept it or you move on. Yeah. 
you can't expect another whole like okay you can tell your person hey like i kind of don't like it, the fact that you're flirting with all these like these other people like it kind of makes me feel insecure whatever just have a conversation about it yeah okay this is a good question what is the biggest expectation you have for yourself i think for me my biggest expectation for myself is that i can do it all i can do it all i can get good grades I can make good videos. I can put out podcasts. I can... Uh, Are you just listing all the things you already do? I can... <laughs> basically, I can... No, also, I can work out. I can eat healthy. I can clean my house. I can also spend time by myself. I can also freaking now like start doing more Instagram stuff. I can also spend time with my partner... I can also spend time with my friends and I can also spend time with my family. I always think that I just can, I can do it all. And that's like my biggest expectation for myself. And I often let myself down because I can't do it all. Yeah, but you can, just not all at the same time. Like, no, sometimes it's like the, I can't. Obviously not in the same time. Yeah, I mean, of course. <laughs> like, what does that even mean? Like in one week, that's a lot to do in one week. I know, but I always have the expectation that I will get, I will get it all done. Yeah. And I will just be able to do all that, and I can't. All right. For me, my biggest expectation would be um, just be the best person I can be to everyone that I encounter in my day. Mm, okay. If a person is fucked up literally towards me, I'm not going to go down to that level mm. and be fucked, up, be fucked up to them because they were, like, mean to me or, or you know... Um, you know, say some fucked up shit to me. Yeah. Have do you ever like disappoint yourself? No. So you fulfill your expectation. But I think this is just kind of like how I like who I am, I think. Yeah. That's also like I think expectation, value, like it's part of your values to just always make sure that you don't bring yourself to that level. Yeah. Like you're always just going to reply with kindness. Yeah. If someone around me is having a bad day, like I expect myself to always not go and talk to them and, and preach and but i just always want to like make people around me like feel good mm. you know i think i expect that from myself but maybe is that a good answer i don't think that was like a good answer <laughs> i don't know i mean it's okay like do you have another big expectation no for yourself? i think that's it someone said why do people expect everyone to have the same accomplishments slash experiences because of society yeah we like, all grew up in different countries places different households different parenting styles but they still kind of all flowed in the same direction but hold on and then you we all go to one classroom and we all have mm. the same amount of time to complete this test mm. that's like an hour usually an hour and a half we all have different brains. We're all different individuals. And you expect all these things to be... And then you're going to grade this one paper, expecting everyone to finish it. That's something I always struggled with. I always took forever to finish a test. Mm -hmm. And I always felt like this is not fair. Mm. I would leave the test and I have like seven or five questions left some people leave where you ever did a test and then someone just gets up and leave already there yeah and you're like yo i'm just yo, halfway <laughs> exactly yeah. and i always felt like i don't think this is the right way to to do the testing system 
I I was always one of the last. Yeah. I, it just took me longer. I don't know what it is. Is, is it is it just thinking about the answer, having it to read it twice, maybe, you know, I don't know. I was always one of the last few ones. And also, even if I was done early, I just want to be the last one because I, I would just like reread the whole thing all over again like yeah. just to make sure it's good. But so I don't think it's fair to expect everyone to be done in an hour. Like, I don't know if there's another way. To, that's just one example. Yeah. With school. But do you agree with that? I mean. I mean, I don't know. And like, if maybe if you ask, like, a person that actually is in, like, you know, a teacher or an educator or something, they could maybe have an answer for you of, like, why is it that everybody has to have the same amount? Because then you're thinking about, like, quote, unquote, fairness. And it's, like, for it to be fair, does that mean that everybody has to set, have the same thing? Or does fairness mean that everybody has the time that they need time i i think time that you need is more because essentially you know the same information it just takes you longer but then a lot of people would say like why does it take you longer you should be able to finish it in the same amount of time that everyone was given why like what is the should be from where is that coming from like i don't know but it's in my brain because that's like what i keep thinking i'm like in order for and then one kid is going to have a better grade than the other just because he was able to finish it faster. I think yeah, I which never means thought he, he was, was quote unquote smarter or better. That is such bullshit. I don't know. I really don't know why that is. Yeah. Somebody said, "Why do you think that we get so disappointed when we don't meet expectations?" No, yeah, that's not. That's like a deep ass question. Yeah, I don't know. Honestly, to be completely honest like i don't have very high expectations of things in general like if something's about to happen or if i have pretty low expectations just because i then will most likely always gonna i'm always gonna be surprised of what comes out Mm -hmm. if you have high expectations of shit you're gonna get disappointed a lot you know yeah i always think and not to sound kind of like that person that it's like you need to lower your expectations but you also have to maybe ask yourself, like, what, I think it's very circumstantial. Just something to add to this. I think it kind of ties in with, let's say you you do someone a favor, right? Mm-hmm. And I think it's messed up to expect them to do something back to you later on in life. Okay, give me an example. Like you help them move, so then... I help you move. You say, hey, you know, I'm moving today and I got a lot of shit to do and I offer my help. Oh, I'll help you. Let me know what time, what day. Oh, thank you very much. You know, you let me know. I show up, I help you, right? A whole day. I help you and that's it. Yeah, but then the next time you need help. You, why? I don't think it's, it's uh, you shouldn't expect them to help you. I, I don't do that. Like for them to... To offer or for them if to you offer, ask them and they say, I can't. Yeah. If I ask, it's something it's, it's something different. Oh, but even, okay. even if I ask, I think it's still the same thing. Like, why am I expecting them to help me? Obviously, because I helped them two months ago. But. Yeah. I, I don't, don't think really that, think like that. I don't think that's fair. Because if you don't want to help me or if you're busy, if you're doing something else, then that's fine. That doesn't make you like a bad friend or whatever. You just. You offered to help me, and you get what I'm saying? Like yeah. it's, it's messed up to 
to use that against them and say, you know, I, you know, you help, I helped you, and 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 also maybe they just, just can't. It's not so that they don't want to. Maybe they just can't because they got shit to do or whatever, you know. Because then it's like, is your only reason why you're doing that shit knowing they're gonna get it back, or is it because you genuinely wanted to do that? Yeah, that becomes like a an exchange now. Yeah. And that's no. It's like, I'm going to do this for you, but when I need some shit, you're going to do this for me. Somebody said, does perfectionism affect your mental health? It's a form of self-expectation. Would you say you're a perfectionist? Oh, yeah. <laughs> oh, yeah. To a fault. Like that, that, so much. That shit will delay. Would you say it affects your mental health? That, that was a question. Yes. How? Because I get frustrated. I can get cranky mm. because of something that doesn't matter to any. No one would even notice. <laughs> hey, you know exactly what I'm talking about. Yeah. You know, my website was done months ago, and I only published it. I don't know. You know, not too long ago. You should say your website was done for about four months until you actually put it to go live. Because I wanted every picture to look nice next to the next picture. A picture that was underneath one picture. I wanted to make sure that it kind of like works with the color of the... And it was like a, not too similar. Like you don't have two that are too white next to each other. Yeah. And you also wanted to make sure that like the, the, the grid was the thickness and thinness you wanted it and every time you looked at it you changed your mind every single time do i want to have like three rows do i want to have four rows and i kind of do the same thing with my instagram and it's fucking annoying i don't know why i do it you do but i have this thing where when i look at it i just want the whole page to look like something i could print out yeah you love that you know because it is very satisfying it is but what would you say is like a a con like a downfall of that i waste a lot of time yeah you do <laughs> trying to figure out which picture to like i would have a shoot and i could post photos right now but the reason why i'm not posting them is because i have to post something black and white first because it won't look good on the feed if you I'm post sorry. the other one i'm sorry this is good and also very bad mm that's okay. my biggest problem in life yeah i mean like when we talk about this stuff you know yeah yeah, yeah. it's like you know uh yours would be i see when you make your thumbnails and how many thumbnail versions do i go through for one probably i would say six to seven or eight you have different versions and then you come up to me and you know you're like all right so which one of these but i literally make like 10 different versions of the thumbnail and i spend but you know so what? Much. One will differ like by maybe an inch of where something is. Yeah, but it makes such a difference. <laughs> but this is good. I think I, I always... think, but I was gonna say that I do think that my process of like editing and I'm a very big perfectionist when it comes to the music. Oh my goodness. I actually sometimes spend as much time choosing the kind of songs that go in a specific section of the video. As much time as I spend editing just the other side of the video, like cutting the fucking video and adding the writing and like making the intro and whatever. Oh my God. Yeah, but. 
It's but, but that's why it's not bad necessarily. It's know? not bad. The only thing is that it get get again. It can get very frustrating, like very, because you're just you've been there for hours no, and I you're see, still not happy about it. That and should it, definitely affects your that mental health. That should affect my mental health <laughs> so much, and also obviously it takes a lot of your time. Yeah. Somebody said, "I have a lot of expectations from my friends, and I'm always disappointed." How do I lower my expectations? You just take him and you lower them. <laughs> How do you lower your expectations? I mean, you have to just, just first of all, just no, I think them. just evaluate why do you have those expectations in the first place? And who is this person? That's your friend, right? Yeah, like if you expect something from your friends and you're always disappointed, evaluate that exact expectation and then evaluate the fact that uh, clearly that person doesn't fit that expectation expectations have to be rooted in some type of reality yeah. it's either in your reality if like i have a standard for my friendship and i actually don't want to be friends with people no longer that are not like this whatever that expectation is mm. and then you just are not friends with those people anymore but you also need to have an expectation about a specific person that is rooted in a reality of who they actually are. You yeah. can't make an expectation for somebody that has to do with them specifically and they always disappoint you. It's like, what made you even think that they would be like your expectation in the yeah, first place? it doesn't make sense to me. But people, I feel like people do this all the time. There's so many people like I that. I probably have done this many times where I expected somebody to do some shit because I thought that they would do that for some reason. And they've never done that. And they continue to never do that. And I continue to get disappointed. You know? That's human nature, though. I know. But I think, how do you stop that from happening? It's not so much lowering your expectations. I think it's changing your expectation yeah, completely. completely. What's a high it. expectation or a low expectation? It's still an It's expectation. just a different expectation. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> I can't help but feel guilty for choosing to live abroad. I'm from Brazil. Plus, I'm the only daughter, and my mom's going to be really sad when I'm about to tell her that I want to leave. Yeah. I mean, I definitely feel that because I... That was my mom when I left. I want, We want to move away from Seattle like at some point in the near future. And I kind of have this feeling that my parents expect me to stay in the seattle area but like shit my life i just started the shit i just started this <laughs> i just started this life shit it's like y'all got to move where everywhere you went nobody told it's you my turn it's so funny that you said i just started this shit no but it truly feels like yo i just started, just started this. This shit. yeah i did <laughs> what do you think I think for parents, it's not... My dad is the very opposite of that. He was like, yeah, you go and figure this shit out and mm. see what life is about. See new places, meet new people. Like, your brain will just grow. <laughs> yeah. Versus just staying here, you're comfortable. You don't learn anything by being comfortable. It's true. At all. You know, when we move to L.A. or we move to New York or we move to Alabama or Montana. Definitely you, not those last two. We will learn new things yeah. versus just staying here all the time. So 100%. I think moving around and, and meeting new people and traveling is the best thing. And like thing. adapting to a new place. That, that already like, pushes you to like. <laughs> there's like this magic feeling that, that I get when I go somewhere new. 
Yeah. But yeah. actually moving to a new place requires yes. you to push through some uncomfortableness. My mom really didn't want me to go to Atlanta when I first moved out mm. there when I was 16. She didn't want that shit. But yeah. I was so, I was like, I'm so sorry. Sometimes, like, parents are very emotional. So they're thinking with their emotions. How? I'm not going to see him anymore. Or he's not going to come over anymore. At the time, I even, I lived at home. So it was even like, you go from living at home to never seeing them. Mm-hmm. You know? And then my dad was the opposite. He told my mom, he was like, let him go. He's going to figure, he's And good. I get it. Like, as parents, that's hard. It's hard. When you're young. But I feel like... My parents let me fucking go to Canada when I was 12, to be honest. So now that they would be, if they're going to be so like against me leaving and I'm 20, at that point, I'm going to be what, 23, 24. When we move away from Seattle, it's like, shit, you let me go when I was 12. Yeah. One that I think it's very, very big in today's society, especially it might have always just been that way, but I think having a boyfriend or just a partner in life when you're maybe in your 20s, early 30s, late 20s, is like it's almost like when someone is single, you ask them why they're single. Like, why are you, you by like yourself? Just, you like, assume that people are always trying to be with somebody else. Exactly. and You assume that like anyone who's single actually doesn't want to be single. I mean, not always. I would say people assume that. Like, if somebody's single, people especially assume, around that age, though. Yeah. Early thirties, late mid twenties, mid mid to late twenties. Yeah, I think that if somebody's single, people automatically make the assumption that oh, that person's not single because they want to be single. They're single just because they're they haven't found a person to be with. You hmm. know what I mean? And that's not always true. That's obviously. not always true. There's people that actually just want to be single. But there's also people who are actually looking for someone and, you know, they're maybe having a harder time finding someone, somebody. Yeah. So, and this is where our ad comes in, Tinder. <laughs> we will... <laughs> you're no, one day, I imagine. Wish. If, um, anybody, if anybody works at Tinder and knows how we can get a ad placement for Tinder, please let us know. Okay? Yeah, because that's how we met. That's, that is how we met. If you're a first-time listener and you don't know the story... Um, yeah, but I think that, I don't know, like, the expectation of being in a relationship and all that. I mean, if you really want to be in a relationship, like, it's a very clear way to get to a relationship. It's but not, also, don't... Easy. No, I'm saying, like, to That's, meet people is my point. Oh, yeah. Like, there's clear steps that you can take. Go on a dating app or talk to your friends who might know other people or go put yourself in, like... Go put yourself in social situations, you know, all that jazz. I always thought it was weird. To, you ever went on a blind date? No. I think that's so... So, wait. So, a, a blind, blind date, date is when you be, don't actually know who the person is that you're meeting. So, so you, you don't just, even know, like, if you like what they look like. But usually, it's with another couple. They kind of set it up. That's a double date. A blind date is usually How where, do you go on a blind date when you haven't seen them? Like, because how do you, it's set up by somebody else. So, for example, like, if I had a friend... If I, my my girlfriend oh, okay. who is single, I and I also I'm like, oh, and I I know this guy who I think would be like so great for you. But see, today you have social media. Okay, what's his Instagram? Let me see. What if they're that one person they don't have Instagram? Would you ever Would you ever go on a blind date if you were single? I would never. To be honest, 
I would always ask, like, can you show me a photo of what they look like? You don't like, want to waste your time. I wouldn't be okay with just showing up, not even know who the fuck I'm supposed to meet. Yeah. Like, you show up, how do you know where to go? It's like, are you, um, That's are you so- Alia? <laughs> okay. Uh, I would never do that. Yo, if I'm sitting at the table waiting for the person to get there, and I see someone walks in, and I don't like necessarily what I see, mm-hmm. and they come up to my table, and they're like, are you Yoni? I would literally say no. <laughs> oh my God. That's fucked up. That is fucked up. I'll be, no, sorry, wrong table. Damn. Oh my God. That's, that's fucked so up. fucked. But what if then they actually know that that's what you look like? No, I'm just kidding. I would never do that. That's, you know, and then I would just probably just have a good conversation with them. Where Fuck, my throat like hurts. I've been talking for fucking forever. Yeah, we got some water right there, right? Yeah, this is a long ass episode, y'all. I don't know if you made it all the way through. If you made it all the way through, like this part right here, we fucking love you. I say that every time. You I say that like. in every episode, but I mean, we do love you guys. We yeah. love this little community of pillows. And let us know what you think about this um, this topic. Um, we we didn't we weren't able to get to all the questions, obviously, because we otherwise we'll be here for fucking like fucking six hours. Yeah, but. I'm tired. I'm hot. I'm tired and hot. Yeah, today is like actually honey. Honey. It's actually honey. hot. Yeah, it's hot. I looked at the meter over there. I thought the heater was on for a second. Oh, yeah. And we can't turn on the... the, the we can't open the window because it's fucking loud outside. The window? The window. <laughs> can't open the window. All right, you guys. Well, that's it for this episode. Um, see you guys back here next week for another episode. And yes our new posting day is thursday it's thursday it is confirmed so <laughs> confirmed thursday. by the pill talk team um aka yoni and alia <laughs> yeah pretty much <laughs> all right all right see you guys. you guys later see ya